Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. burrowcom slash ACAST. Welcome to another episode of the Waffle Shop Podcast. Today, I'm joined by one of my new favorite people. It's singer-songwriter, Cassa Jackson. Welcome to the Waffle Shop. Hello, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to find you here. <laughs> to be fair, it has been. We've been trying to arrange this for quite a while, but it, to be yeah. fair, you've been, you've been very busy. Like, you've been on tour. It's I been have. Christmas. You've been yeah. to the gym quite a lot <laughs> this morning January already. <laughs> but yeah, but honestly, no, thank you for joining me. Obviously, I'm a fan. There's a few of your songs which we'll get into like later on that I kind of want to pick apart a little bit oh, okay. um, not like pick apart in a bad way but like there's there's a few things like I'm a bit of a music nerd and when yeah. I hear songs and like lyrics I'm like ah uh, like I feel like you're singing about like me and it's <laughs> probably true it's really narcissistic when I say that out loud. <laughs> but oh, in a well, nice way I can relate. Well, I'm sorry if you can relate to my songs badly because they're mainly like <laughs> But yeah, yeah, I live a very sad life. Um, <laughs> but before we dive into that, I start each one of my shows with something called the weekly waffle, where it's something that once I get it off my chest, I feel better. And to be fair, I did already have one planned. But before we caught up, you mentioned the gym, and instantly I got a little bit <laughs> triggered, <laughs> not because of the not because no. of the gym. Yeah. So 
I to be fair, I've been wanting to say this for quite a while, okay. but I I swim quite a bit. So that that's my thing, like to kind of get out of my head. I'll go for a swim. But Ooh. sometimes I go in the morning and there's a guy in there. His name's Jim. Like he's a really, really nice guy. But he wears his like boxers in like the sauna and like the steam room. And then sometimes if we're leaving at the same time, he dries them into the hand dryer. As in he wears just his boxes or his boxes and his trunk? Just his boxes. So he goes to the gym, proper gym first. So Jim goes to the gym first. And then <laughs> he'll leave. This is so confusing. And then he'll leave. I'm really sorry, but he actually listens. To this. I'm really sorry. <laughs> you need to stop. It's like swimming etiquette. Like, just don't do this. And then, yeah, so he obviously doesn't take swimming shorts, but he'll wear his underwear, which, fair enough, do what you need to do. Not in the pool, but he'll go in, like, the sauna, and Mm. probably probably worse (laughs) being in the sauna because everyone's breathing in that air. I actually feel quite sick now I'm saying this out (laughs) loud. I'm so sorry. sorry. It's not I'm normally like this. That, like one time, I do remember I forgot my my swimming stuff, and then I just pretended that like, I just thought no one's gonna notice. So I just went in in my sports bra and underwear, and I was like, no one's gonna know. But apparently, everybody does. <laughs> no, and they all true. complain about it. On the so I will never make that mistake again. Me and Jim, yeah. at this point. It's just, I mean, yeah, I feel like you're Team Jim, which I'm quite sad about because I thought, you know, <laughs> you're my guest. I just been my to the gym. Like, let me clarify, I had not just been to the gym in that. Well, I had okay. actually. It hadn't been. It wasn't an intense session. We'll move on from that. Yeah, and but it's more to be fair. Like you do what you got to do. It's like overcome it. Wasn't a regular like, occurrence. Let yeah. me tell you it, that it happened but once. It's like one, bare grills kind of thing. Like you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. It's just the drying of them into the hand dryer. It's just <laughs> a little bit. Too, it's a bit on? too much. Just been in the sauna. Why are they wet? That's my. That's my question here. Yeah. Oh, but we'll ask him another time. Let's pull him out. <laughs> Send him the link to this. Like one of those. <laughs> In front of everyone. You're joking. Well, um, yeah, so I kind of, I don't know if I actually feel better after that one. I felt a little bit queasy. What but... was your other weekly waffle or, or is it just the one per week? It, oh, it was very businessy. Oh. It was just like emails that should have been meetings. No, meetings that should have been emails. Oh, that is really annoying, actually. That is, yeah. I totally agree with that one. Because it's just like we've all got stuff two hours do. later and you're like, this, <laughs> this. <laughs> but do you ever like when you're in those kind of meetings, like, because where I work in, like the, the, the studio that I work in normally, um, they have like a big massive table in there. And it's one of those tables that I don't think could have been built. Like it's like a big massive like wood thing and like steel. thing, And so they're having these really important conversations. And I'm sat there like, how the hell did they get that in the door? Yeah. That shows that the meeting's not that important if your mind is wandering to that. But if it was an email, then I wouldn't have that problem. Exactly. Well, there we go. I'm so sorry. This is not how these these shows normally start. (laughs) Well, this is a lot of information that's been thrown in. (laughs) It's good to think about these things that I'm here for. Is there anything that gets on your nerves like that that you kind of yeah, it's a safe space. You want to get off your chest. I mean, so many things. I feel like I've become so intolerant of just everything at the moment. Like, I think living in London has just made me <laughs> have no, you know, rope, that, no tether. Um, <laughs> so I don't know what's slow walkers. That really annoys me. Like, get out of the way. But then also, I feel like I do do that sometimes. So sometimes <laughs> I literally like, apparently I'll just, my friends will say that I'll just walk down the street and then suddenly I'll like get in 
an itch on my like ankle or I'll have to do my lace up and then I'll just bend down in the middle just of the like, I'm the person that everyone's probably getting annoyed with that I'm also getting annoyed with. So again, I really need to take a look at myself when I'm having these these it <laughs> happens. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, that that is a good one because I feel like it's especially like if you are in a bit of a rush or if you've got somewhere to go and yeah. there's someone dilly dallying in front of you. It's the same in the supermarket, like come on yeah and you have to do that awkward like someone's getting standing by the thing you want and you just have to pretend to look at other things while you're <laughs> and then and it's really obvious and they're like oh sorry and you're like yeah <laughs> oh but do you feel a bit better now i do i do actually yeah there we go that, that's what it's all about <laughs> <laughs> right now obviously we're a music and mental health podcast but with this i absolutely love when I have a musical guest on here because I always find it so interesting one how you knew you could sing or mm-hmm. and two like was there like a moment or like a you know you watched a tv show or you heard a song or you know you kind of looked up to someone when you were younger to be like that's what I want to do like was there a moment like that for you um I think, well, for me, I always, I just, in terms of the how I knew I could sing, I mm. always just would sing when I was younger. Yeah. Like, in the bath, you, know, you watch back, you're like baby videos. Like, I'm, literally every single one, I'm always singing. And and I guess, you know, when your parents sort of tell you, or you, you know, you're really good at singing, it was kind of like that happened, but then yeah. they kind of didn't, they didn't stop. It wasn't like they got to a certain age and they were like, right, okay, we need to sit down. <laughs> but actually, we were just... <laughs> saying that um so I think I just always loved singing and then in terms of the songwriting and and doing it as a career I never really thought it was something that I could actually do as a career I just was like oh that would be amazing imagine I could do that and then and then it was actually when I left school um that I basically I I wrote this song and then it got put into the final of this songwriting competition and my teacher put it I didn't even think it was a very good song my teacher was like you need to put this into the competition and then at that final of that competition this woman saw me performing and I was literally being so embarrassing I was like performing so <laughs> body rolling like I I can't even dread to think about it. apparently she thought it was good and then I ended up um th- she basically asked me to perform as a guest artist at this event she ran at Wembley wow. Arena. so my third basically show ever was at Wembley, at Arena. Wembley Arena and at that moment I was like oh this is, this is that's how good I enjoyed that yeah and I was like oh let's do that again so, um, so that was kind of where it all started me thinking it could be a career at that point um but I'd always looked up to so many artists I think Miley yeah. Cyrus is literally my absolute idol um so I just that like, song at the moment like... oh my god I'm obsessed and then all the have you seen all the behind the scenes oh like, yes I think that's it just makes you 10 like 10 times better I'm like, so like yes yeah She's, I very much channel her when I'm writing my like breakup songs and stuff. To be fair, that was one of the questions that I did want to ask you was about like the writing process. Like, where do you draw like your inspiration from? I mean, you mentioned breakups, but like, is there anything else that kind of like, whether it's your emotions, whether it might be like, well, yeah, your emotions, your feelings, like where else do you draw your um, inspiration from? So all my songs, um, and I'm very open about this, they're all about my own life and, and yeah. it's basically my diary. Like if you listen to the first song I released going forwards, it's 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 all in chronological order of everything that's happened and it's 
just so obvious my whole life <laughs> um I kind of use it as a form of therapy almost like before anything else I'm not writing a song thinking oh this will go down well yeah. on I literally write it for myself and because I need like say I'm going through something and I can't find a song that's about that specific thing I'm like yeah. I need to have a song to be able to sort of play over and over again and then get over the situation um so I definitely yeah whether it's about relationships breakups you know I've even written a song about my mom um like I just sort of everything to do with my personal life I kind of yeah. write it down in my notes app and then get it out in a session I'm like here's my life <laughs> I do you know what I, I love especially when I do have a music guest on it because it's it doesn't and I think it's just proof that regardless of like who you are what you do like we're all kind of feeling those feelings and yeah. it is a case of like whether like you journal whether you go to therapy where whether you like you're a songwriter having yeah. that outlet can be so powerful it's so important. yeah and I'm lucky that you know I get to this is you know I get to sort of write my feelings down as yeah job basically but um yeah I think people often ask me like oh god did that really happen you know have you have you mm. made that up or whatever and I'm like no no and I think I've kind of realized that being vulnerable and being open and honest just is so important and it actually it gives you like inner strength if you're sort yeah. of being more open rather than I just think you can't hold back in a song if I'm going to write a song I have to be honest otherwise I can't be thinking oh god are people going to yeah. think but I remember when I was like writing songs when when I was first starting out and I was thinking oh my goodness everyone's gonna be judging me <laughs> saying this because obviously a lot of the time on Instagram and stuff you know everyone's putting out their perfect life and yeah everything's going so well and here I am being like um this <laughs> and it's not you know it's not good things a lot of the time but um then the amount of people that have related to some of my songs it just makes you realize god one yeah. everyone's in terrible relationships and needs to get out and two people are going through the same stuff <laughs> I love it straight in there. Everyone's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah. Everyone is terrible. I literally finished my sound tour. I was like, so if I'm going to leave you with one thing, if you're relating too hard to any of my songs, then dump them. That's the way I ended with my set. I love that. <laughs> to be fair, there's there's a there's something there that I kind of want to kind of touch upon. Like you mentioned about like the diary entries and you know mm -hmm. people relate it. Has there been a moment where you've looked back or you've listened to it or you've performed like a one of those songs and had that moment of like one that I did this obviously you've created this like amazing piece of art from that painful experience but like a bit of I got through that. Oh my gosh totally like specifically with this with well I guess because it's kind of the most recent one but I one of my songs Sophie is literally yeah. the most raw and open song like it's quite literally it did happen and it was and I think it was a really full circle moment for me when basically it was kind of this time last year when I wrote mm. that song and I was obviously so upset about the whole situation like if you knew me personally like it genuinely I was so yeah. upset and um and then I wrote this song and I was like this is gonna one day I'm gonna you know and then then I sang it obviously on tour in December and then it was also played on Radio One and I was like and then just yes. singing it just made me feel so sassy. And it's not a sad song, you know, it's super upbeat and like, you know, female empowerment. It's a banger, yeah. Yeah, it's a banger. so I was like, and it just was really like silver linings that I had that happen. And then 
and then I just made something good out of the situation and and it's my favorite song to sing now and I don't think about all oh, the sadness that I felt I'm just yeah. like oh love this song <laughs> so I'm really pleased that I wrote it because I you know I would it was one of those things that you don't want to think about the situation you didn't want other people to mention in case it yeah. brought it up whereas now it's kind of normalized it so much that I'm like well whatever don't even care anymore and and a year on I can now finally see that you know I'm totally over that and, and I've just got a good song out of it really I I keep saying this, but like, I love this because it's so like there's so many elements of like you know the experiences and kind of like putting yourself out there like in the kind of like a vulnerable position, especially like when you're on stage. Yeah has there has there been moments where from the again kind of, it's kind of the same question, but like when people have sung those songs back to you, and obviously they are relating to them, they are like yes, like let's go for it. That you like, okay, I've done good here. I'm like yeah. I've done I've done well. I know it is amazing and, and especially that one's quite a catchy one so when you put the mic out to the crowd everyone's going oh 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 and I yes. think just <laughs> hearing people and, and on TikTok and stuff their stories of they replaced like people have replaced Sophie with the yeah. name of the person that they want and then and just seeing how clearly happy people are to be venting their feelings through a song and like screaming it in their car it, it does make me feel really emotional because I'm like oh you know <laughs> one I wasn't alone in that situation and two we're all kind of like getting through it together yeah i think that's one of my favorite things about music and to be honest, it's the biggest thing especially when i went through like kind of like what i did it, the 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 thing i learned the most is like especially when i was listening to songs like regardless of what genre it is whether it was dance music sad song whatever it might have been yeah. like there was someone else feeling the way i am like now yes that exactly. i felt like it's that kind of thing with especially with music makes me feel like ah i'm not on my own yeah, and so especially a lot of the time you might powerful. think you are, but but yeah. You know. <laughs> to be fair, do you say I'm a nerd? No, I said you're a nerd. <laughs> I just oh, right. <laughs> I was like, you're not, you're a nerd. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <Bye. laughs> I'm okay, like, the Sophie's kicked in. Like, yeah. the song's kicked in. <laughs> but to be fair, the speaking of songs, one of your songs really kind of pours the emotion out of me Ooh. and it's it's dear mom oh really Love yeah like even saying it like I don't know you can't I don't know if you can see that but like the goosebumps <laughs> like hit with that one probably because obviously I'm a, I'm a big mommy's boy like uh, she went through like a very traumatic experience she's now in a neurological care home like she's very lucky to still be here but she still gives me hell on a daily basis um but some of the words in that song about like not knowing how hard she worked and this kind of stuff like that, that I'm doing, it's happening again. Look, that's twice you've done done this now. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I I, I think I'm going to say thank you because there's, I struggle sometimes to say how I feel and how much I appreciate kind of like my mom and like the lessons she's learned me, but listening to that song, it kind of takes what's in there into kind of like a in song form yeah yeah well, well, I, I really want to thank you for that that, that was because I, I, again most of my songs that was kind of niche for me to do that yeah about my mom because normally it's like relationships one but my mom has literally been such a rock for me obviously I've had so many ups and downs she's seen me literally crying on the floor in my bedroom and and she's always just been so amazing and I just thought I really wanted to and I've speaking to my friends a lot of people you know super mums so yeah. I was like, this needs to be a song and it was it took me so many years to write I kept thinking every year for her birthday I was like right I'm gonna write her a really nice song and it was really hard because I didn't know how to 
phrase it. Do you know what I mean? It yeah. was kind of, like some of the breakup songs, they just come easily. You just sort of, you know, hash them out. But that one did take a long time. And then, and I remember when I played with her and she just burst into tears. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's like job well done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but no, I'm glad to hear that you like it. No, honestly, it's, it's stunning. Like it really, really is. And it, it again, it's because I, I think I just hit like your like shuffle and I was like, obviously, you got the bangers, and then it was like, yeah. oh, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it was like, oh, okay. It's like, suddenly, I'm looking out the window, and it's raining, and it was, it was a bit of a moment. So, and like, <laughs> isn't it the work? Like, suddenly you think about it, though, and you're like, I just some, I sometimes think, I'm like, oh my god, what would I actually do without you? And it just, then I just tear up, and I'm like, oh my god, my dad's really annoyed though, because I haven't done a song for him, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> oh wow, you're next. But he is equally as a rock. I was like, I can't just write another one, dear dad. He needs to be. Oh, a- no. You can have like literally the whole family. That's it. <laughs> I know. My brother. Merry, Merry Christmas. <laughs> it's like a song. <laughs> to be fair, actually, I've, I've just said the, the C word with obviously Christmas. Christmas of 2022 was a very busy time for you. No. Yeah, 2022. Uh, Wait, yeah. Well, We're yeah. in January 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I kind of had one of those. <laughs> I feel like my brain just stopped working. Um. Obviously, being on tour with some of the most iconic singers, but to be fair, from my from my childhood, and I mean, I still I still listen to them now. Like Blue, yeah. Bewitched, Megan McKenna. Was that like a moment where you were like, "Oh my god!" Like I'm on this lineup. Like, yeah, how was that? It was really cool. Like, and they everyone was so nice and. And being on the tour bus as well, we just got to know everyone really well. But yeah, it's certainly being on the stage and and also having them. I remember Adele from Bewitched, she came and watched my set and her her saying, you know, really nice things about my yeah. set and my songwriting as well. And that was just like, that was definitely a moment. I was like, oh, thank you. Because <laughs> I think coming from someone that's so successful and so talented and yeah. I look up to massively, it was it was a really cool moment. And, and the guys from Blue as well, They when they were saying nice things I was like I really yeah. can't have to say that but then I was like maybe they don't actually have to say that they could just be like oh well done no is that because you hear don't it? some people like support people on tour and it's kind of like I don't even think they see the kind of main artists like you I can't even remember who it was to kind of give you a name but to feel like especially like from the photos and like seeing it like on Instagram and stuff like it seemed just like one big party from yeah. like start to finish it yeah it was hilarious <laughs> I mean yeah we had such a good time um and it went it was over so quickly and then suddenly yeah. we went to Christmas and there was just so much going on so I wish I wish it had been a bit longer really but yeah. um, we're still in touch and and hopefully that you know we can do some more things maybe in the future but... hey I'm Ryan Reynolds at Mint Mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little so naturally when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you that's right we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promo rate for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, to be fair, there's, there's, there is something that I did want to touch about with another one of your songs. Okay. Um, obviously, right girl, wrong boy. No, right girl, right guy. Right girl, wrong guy. Wrong guy. <laughs> I've wrote it down wrong. Wrong Wrong girl, right guy. There we go. There's an element there of like timing and kind of stuff like that. There's one of the questions that I wanted to ask was about like, because I'm on a bit of a mission this year to like be more present. Okay. Is there moments like, or kind of, how how do you navigate that? Do you kind of, especially when you're like, you're doing things like on tour, like in Wembley, like, do you, how, how do you get through that? from like a like are you nervous like how do you kind of keep yourself grounded um I think it's always people always ask me you know oh my god weren't you so nervous because there's so many people especially you know playing the O2 and stuff like that but for me I actually weirdly find that less scary than if I was to sort of I don't know perform in like a pub or something where there's only 15 people that would for me be way more intense because everyone's sort of staring at you whereas when you're on the stage one everyone's kind of there to just have a good time like it is you know they're gonna clap really realistically whatever yeah um you also can't see anyone you can see the first few rows but it's basically just pitch black until I sort of went oh everyone put your light your phone lights on and suddenly when everyone's lights turned on I was like oh my god you really realize how many people there are (laughs) that was kind of a oh and I definitely nearly forgot the words at that point but um (laughs) until that moment you kind of just forget about it and I I very much just um I sort of treat it the same as if I was just talking to one person when I'm describing yeah. songs I just kind of say the same thing and I'm like this is about this but actually there's just 15,000 people listening <laughs> <laughs> that that must tell you that you're doing the right thing that's like you're exactly where you're supposed to be at the right time yeah I think I think I do feel quite sort of natural standing on the stage, especially doing the talking part like I would yeah. I don't really I probably should be more nervous than I am in terms of the talking part but then I'm just like well everyone's Every single person here is human. They've all probably yeah. a relationship. So if you like it, you like it. If you don't, go get a drink. <laughs> well, well, you clearly do a very good job because, I mean, to end kind of 22, like in the way that you kind of like you have, like you must be very excited for 23 now. Like, is there anything you can tell us about like what's happening this year? Because obviously we must be getting new music. Like what, uh- what's going on? Yeah, I'm I'm currently on in the process of working on my new music and deciding which things what, what I should release when. Um, so as I say, it's a weird one when I release. You know, it takes a while between when you release write the songs and when you release the songs. Yeah. So it's always a funny one because here I am. You know, when I released Sophie or whatever, I was yeah. actually kind of over the situation by the time I released it. But then, well, it wasn't totally over it. But you know what I mean. And like. Yeah. It, right now that I'm feeling what I'm writing but it probably won't be released for a little while but I'm trying to speed up that process so that it's more current um but yeah I'm so excited to release some of these songs I've written and yeah can't wait for you to hear them is there like is there going to be more stages this year you know obviously we're coming well we're not coming we're in January still but obviously summer will soon be here is there going to be maybe festivals like 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can literally feel like there's like so <laughs> much you want to say, but like you're just like, I know, I'm like, mm. oh, <laughs> no. um, yeah, there's definitely there's a lot planned, and I'm really excited for it. And and I'm also in the process of planning, you know, new shows. My not festivals is in my own show, yeah. Um, and then what music I'm going to release around that. So yeah, hopefully you'll be able to come to that, someone. Absolutely, else. I'll be there <laughs> straight. <laughs> But I'll be there the one crying when you sing Dear Mob. Yeah, I know. I'll take that one for you. Absolutely. Let's make that happen. Who's that nerd at the front crying? It's like, <laughs> it's me. Oh. It's, oh, to be I've fair. I've already seen that one live, actually. To be fair, I need to... I think that one would go down really well in a intimate, cute venue where, you know, it's... Yeah. I can see everyone and it's quite nice. I think I've, I don't know... If, I can't even remember the last time I sang that one live. So I, I think I need to re-add that into my set list. I think you need to do something for Mother's Day. I think absolutely that needs to be because I feel that like there's a lot of people who, quite similar to myself, like doesn't quite know how to say thank mm. you in a way yeah. because obviously of how much they do. So maybe something there like, because it does, it sums up so many kind of thoughts, feelings, like gratitude that... Mm some people might not so I think definitely mm. do something with that one yeah <laughs> I, you know I, I did do a version of it in French um which I did for my mum one year wow. and, like, I released the song and then the next year I released it in French and she can't speak French but um but I, <laughs> I can and then and then but even I think like I don't know if you speak French or not but even if you don't you can still it's still really you should definitely listen yeah. to it. nice it's even though because the lyrics are obviously translated the same yeah basically. So it's, but you kind of know all the same feelings, but it just sounds really nice and it kind of takes you off into a sort of dreamland. I so love that. It in Spanish or something. This time. I was about to say, like, is this what, what's going to be now? It's They're like, about to go through the language. <laughs> I was like, if I was French, I'd want the same, yeah. you know, want the same song. So, do you know, I've always thought that because obviously that, obviously to open up to more audiences, I guess, obviously to sing in a different language. Do you, yeah. How does the translation process work? Is that? It's actually so long. You know, you people think, oh, you just whack it into Google yeah. Translate. There it goes. But if, I don't know <laughs> stuff on those sort of talk shows where people do put something into Google Translate and it just comes out completely wrong. Like, just because of those people who get the tattoos that don't mean what yeah, they think. They oh, mean. I know. That, if I did that with this song, it would be horrific. But it's it took a long time. And I actually even had to get my friend who's like, he was native French, like fluent, yeah. really help. And it took ages because you have to change everything. Like, although it's it's a similar sentiment, some yeah. of the lyrics, if you actually translate them, they're saying it, but in a very different way. Yeah. Um, so it's just very, it was an interesting exercise because that was the first song I'd ever translated. Like I've obviously written songs just from scratch in another language, but I'd never started with an English one and translated it. And it made me realize, I was like, wow, this is quite a long process. <laughs> well, <laughs> Do you know what I, I get I'm really getting a sense of like there is a lot of fire with you in terms of like put anything in front of me like like let, oh, let's yeah. go get it kind of thing <laughs> yeah I love a challenge <laughs> how do you kind of push through because obviously I've, I've spoken to people on the show before who have kind of been in this to where Reese Lewis like very recently was on the show and he was talking about you know, this album that he's just released was supposed to be out in the pandemic, but with delays and him not being quite where he wanted to be with the album yeah. now coming out, there's a level of confidence that he's he's worried about. Is there, obviously, I don't want to kind of like project it onto you, but like, has there been moments with confidence of like self-doubt 
that have kind of creeped in like how do you kind of push past those like negative thoughts um I think in being a like singer songwriter yeah Mm. there's definitely because also a lot of the time you're doing it on your own or just with a couple of other people you know so it's you definitely have to have a lot of inner self inner confidence um but songwriting has always been one of those things that I as I say because I'm not thinking oh I'm going to release this I'm just thinking do I like it and I think I've got to the point where if I like I know within myself I'm like this will be a good one or if I can if I'm like this is this could be better and then I'll just sort of either work on it and see if I can make it something that I'm really proud of but if I'm not then I'm like you know I have to be proud of it before I will release it but even then you do have sort of also everyone has such different opinions so I remember one time like playing a song to my old um someone in my team like who I'm not with anymore but they I sent them the song and they were like "Mm, album track like I don't know about this one and I was like really I think this is a good one you're wrong and then that's like my biggest song now so that was a real okay right okay there you go I nearly didn't release it because I had other people's opinions saying on I don't know about that one I was like and if I'd have listened to other people so that's made me be quite you know trust my own judgment rather than you know too many opinions yeah there are people's opinions that I really value my mum being one of them yeah so honest um, <laughs> I'm too honest like literally yeah. about to say, like, like, okay right we've said that but I trust our judgment so yeah no a lot to be honest, I don't think a lot of people realize how intelligent they actually are and when it comes to those making those kind of decisions because it's so easy to be hear something and then they'll be like oh okay well it's not good enough so I love and have so much respect for people like, no, I've got a good feeling about this and like trusting your gut because there's this kind of thing that it's like, you need to be your own hero in certain situations. Yeah. No, I definitely think with songwriting, that's the kind of thing, but there are obviously times, especially when I was first starting out, you know, you know I'd be mm. in sessions and, and sometimes I definitely found, I don't know whether it was like being a young girl in the industry, but you yeah. had to very much fight to get your opinion heard and rather and yeah. I thought you know there were times where I could have just sort of slumped into the sofa and been like yeah you know you guys take it from here but there but there I was like no no <laughs> yeah. um and I don't know whether that comes from you know being in a competitive family where I've always been yeah. <laughs> to win the games or whatever um yeah it's, it's definitely a tough industry in that sense but um yeah you just got to trust your own judgment I think from what we've heard already, and even to then, I mean, it was a fun anyway, but even having this conversation, I'm like, you're going to go a very long way, especially with that fire that you that you have. Aww. So I'm very, <laughs> very excited to see what happens. Because I can't, I feel like this is going to be one of those conversations that I look back in like a year's time and like with how, where you've gone with like your career. I mean, like, she actually came on my show very early on. So, you'll get Yeah. Well, you know, like Billie Eilish interviews. Have you seen her where she's like, it's 2020? And then the next year she does it again. And it's like, you can see her progress. And it's so interesting. I always should do that. Yeah. Why well, you should do it? Well, we should do it. I'll be, see you next year. See yeah, next we'll, do, <laughs> we'll do We'll do this. <laughs> Welcome to part 74. Yeah. <laughs> Still writing. Still going. Now I'm on the song about my cousin. I have a lot of grey hairs and I cannot hardly see, but yeah, we're still going. Yeah. With, obviously, I imagine being a pop star is quite a lot of, like, younger people's dreams and, like, 
especially doing what you're doing with like the tours, the, you know, the, the songs, like getting that kind of like feedback when it comes to like dreams and kind of goals, like, is there anything that like, have you achieved them or is there still things that you like, okay, I'm going to push myself even more because I want to be here. Like, is there, is there like a bigger dream or like, what, what yeah. does that kind of the future look like? Absolutely. It's such a, I actually find this industry kind of weird because obviously, you know, a few years ago I would have said, oh, my dream was to, perform at the O2 for example I would have thought that was completely ridiculous and you know Mm. that's never gonna happen and suddenly I've done it now a few times and and then it's like I have to take moments to really like think oh wow you know this was something I really wanted to do but the way I I think a lot of my friends in the industry think as well is that not you know then you're like right now I want to be the person headline the O2 or whatever like then I remember one of my dreams was to get my song played on Radio 1 and the first time it happened I was so excited (laughs) and I literally was like stop everyone what you're doing and listen, listen. The, the next time it's obviously still exciting but it was it's kind of you then makes you hungry yeah. before it's kind of like the same with streaming numbers like I think because everything's so documented in terms of mm. numbers it does make you look forward a bit too much and I have to therefore catch myself and go no be proud of yourself for where you've got but definitely. I definitely have so many things on my bucket list um and I just think as long as I'm still enjoying it then it's something that I still want to do but the moment I'm you know thinking this is not enjoyable and I'm not in feeling my my songs and yeah. then that would be the moment that I would be have to really consider everything but at the moment I'm loving I was gonna say fun. yeah um but yeah it's definitely I love that yeah <laughs> <laughs> there's three I round off each one of my episodes with three questions okay. and I keep saying this because I'm, I get so excited when I have a musical guest on because I I, I feel like they really take them aback when I answer when yeah. I ask it. Okay. But is there a song? Because fair, I don't think it takes a lot, and I don't want to presume anything. But like, what song needs to be playing to get you on the dance floor? Um, I actually <laughs> had this question literally last week because I'm going to one of my friends, oh. and she she um that was the question on the invite list. It was like, what yeah. song? to get you on the dance floor and I really just think about it I was like I don't know like if there's I mean I'm, I love a dance don't get me yeah. wrong it wouldn't take much to be honest <laughs> um what did I end up saying I ended up saying Beyonce love on top I just love that you know da, 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 yeah. and suddenly I'm up but um basically <laughs> any song <laughs> I'm just yeah, anything. Like, I'm the first one on the dance floor someone's phone ringing like, oh, no, <laughs> you're there I'm <laughs> No, yeah. definitely not. To be fair, I feel like it needs to be, I think it needs to be encouraged more because I used to be that person, like, especially at events, like I'd wait till like later on till the confidence grew to get on the dance floor. And then yeah. like, then it's time to go home. You're like, mm. you, like so, you wish you'd gone on earlier. Yeah, yeah definitely. So, so what would be your one then? See, I think I have to think about this quite a lot. So I'm quite a big Bewitched fan. Are you? And, yeah. And I was quite, I didn't get the call, but obviously they were very busy. But Lindsay actually said I could be the fifth member of Bewitch when she came on the show. Did she? I even had the denim jacket. And I don't know, maybe maybe she just didn't, she forgot to give me a call. I don't know. But either way, yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, huge fan of them. And I don't know what it is. I'm, I've got a bit of a thing for like music intro. So it's whether it's like Beyonce crazy in love or like mm-hmm. Billie Eilish, like bad guys. It's one of those, like it captures as soon as you know or hear those first chords, you know what's coming it's the same with Sailor V by Bewitched yeah you you know what's coming having having heard it (laughs) that is a 
that is a bang. I remember I so if I was sort of in my dressing room or something and I'd hear that one, I'm like, let's go down and watch. It's <laughs> like, yep. Same as blue, there. actually. Which one, I mean, I now like Fly By. That's a really good song. Um, Those songs like soundtracks, like <laughs> such a good part of like my life. Yeah, I love fact. it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Well, that's a um, great choice. On the flip side of that, is there a song? I mean, to be fair, I'm gonna have to change my answer now for this one if someone asks me. But it's gonna have to be Dear Mom by Gaza Jackson. <laughs> but is there a song that kind of brings out the emotion in you? Absolutely. It's such a weird one, though. It's Eternity by Robbie Williams. And it's so weird. Wow. No. Okay. Basically, I'm obsessed with dogs. It's like my whole life. <laughs> and when I was younger, my dog, I don't know why I'm suddenly telling you this, but I, you know, obviously dogs don't last forever. But yeah. this was my first dog I ever had. And I remember she she was unfortunately passed away. And then that was the first song I heard afterwards. And I just sat <laughs> my, in my garden. <laughs> crying and it was like you know the song it's like you were there for summer and then I, I can't even think about it now I'm like oh and I just was so obsessed about it and now every time I hear it no one understands I'm like this song from when I was like 12 song. years old and this is do you know what? I feel like you're the first person that ever to come on the show and been able to answer the questions that, that fast. Oh yeah, without because <laughs> I don't, I don't, I never send these like the these questions over, so then yeah. no one knows I'm going to ask them. <laughs> but the fact you're like, yep, eternity, <laughs> Williams. It's not even that. Like, there's obviously way sadder songs. I think it's just connected with with yeah. that. Moment, you know what I mean? But that's what music does, though, doesn't it? It soundtracks those moments, yeah. and, it's and that, that's what I love. Yeah, I love that. Okay, so one final question from me. Is there a song that you'd quite like to put in a box and bury and never ever listen to again? What one of my songs or, or oh no, no, it could be it could be anyone's. You can't bury your own songs. <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna allow that. <laughs> um ooh, there's one I'm gonna have to think about. What as in because it's been overplayed or something? Overplayed, like it's just like it's been done too many times. Like I've had people mention like Jedwoods, like they just I don't know what they had against Jedward, but yeah. there's been songs like Mambo Number no. Five, like people have locked away. Oh, like, yeah, I know. I'm, 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 but yeah, I'm I get not that people that might one. think of them. Um there's definitely songs that you know if you're on a road trip and that comes on, I'll skip. Yeah. Just because it depends on the mood I'm in, to be honest. Um, like obviously if I've just woken up in the morning and like year three thousand by busters play, <laughs> like, get it off, not now, but then but then if it's, you know, 10 p.m. and I, you know, I'm feeling, feeling, well, the, the, yeah, feeling the... I don't know. I haven't actually got an answer for that one. What would your one be? And then I'll have a think. I think it would be one of those like really like cheesy, you know, like Crazy Frog or something, which oh, is funny. Yeah. yeah, it's funny. But it. come on now. And do you know what? Actually, now I'm saying that, I think it'd have to be like the Lab Baby songs. Like the Christmas number one used to like mean something, and now I feel like every year it's Lab Baby singing about sausage rolls. <laughs> oh, that one! <laughs> it's just like, stop it now! <laughs> like, come on, let someone yeah. else have a go. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. That's a good answer, actually. I'm trying to think what my ringtones were when I was younger. You know, they were so overplayed. There was that like <laughs> banana phone. Do you remember that? It was like ring. Oh ring. yeah. <laughs> That. My first ringtone was Dilemma by Nelly and Kelly. Okay. And it nice. wasn't even the song. It was like, do, 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 do. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I had this like flip up pink, um, like flip up Nokia. 
and um and I was obsessed with it but then I I downloaded this ringtone and and I just thought oh that was fine and turns out every month because I hadn't looked at it I was Pay it. <laughs> I racked up this massive bill because I was using this ringtone. It was actually like two hundred pounds. <laughs> having this twenty second clip, and my dad was fuming. He was like, "Why have you done this?" And I was like, "I didn't mean, didn't mean to." But like, I didn't even. It wasn't even a good ringtone. I can't remember what it was. Oh, it was. It was yeah by Usher. You know that song that yeah yeah. And I always thought I was so cool. My pink Wait, so like was your so, ringtone was like okay yeah like, yeah i'd be in public and you'd be like okay <laughs> and one time i really scared myself because it's obviously this man's voice and i was on a run by myself like in the woods and and i got a bit scared i was like oh no like it got a bit dark and then i was really scared and suddenly it was like yay yeah <laughs> I didn't know what it was and then obviously it was i realized it was my ringtone but I, was, I thought there was some you know someone had jumped out behind me vivid core memory <laughs> Do you know i actually really enjoyed that <laughs> You can imagine little, Sorry, like, yeah, because I'm just like, like, I'm screaming, like, who is this? This yeah. little John. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god, my face is aching. Mm. Um, thank you for, for joining me for a waffle. And honestly, and I, I genuinely mean this, I'm so excited to see what this year brings for you because especially like hearing now, like having this conversation, like good things are coming like you that you're is, incredible so thank you thank well, you for joining me. me this has been so fun anytime i mean it was worth the wait that's what i'll say it was definitely we, got it. We, got it. we didn't want to rush it we everything's happening for a reason hey folks i'm mark Marin from the wtf podcast and this episode is brought to you by kleenex ultra soft tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon. <laughs>